We'll take our text this morning from First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 34. It says, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. There's much said in God's Word about being thankful. Lord willing, we'll go into this Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, should he tarry. little history on that. In 1621, the Plymouth colonists shared a harvest feast with the Wampanoag Indians. And they came together to share their bounty. And I don't know what you think of Thanksgiving when you say Thanksgiving dinner, but I think of turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, cranberry sauce, stuffing. It goes on and on. But in all reality, the only things for certain on the menu back then in 1621 were wild fowl, venison, and corn. But really, that doesn't matter. Because the reason that they came together and had this feast was to give thanks unto God. And you think about it, Those early colony years weren't always easy. Many didn't survive winters. Sometimes food was scarce. So what were they thankful for? Well, the very reason that they left England in the first place was to worship God. And they determined in their hearts no matter what's going on around us, no matter what's happening in our world at this time, even if we just have a couple of kernels of corn on the table, we're going to thank God. God is worthy of our thanks. Especially us as Christians, we of all people should give Him thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 puts it this way, In everything give thanks. Everything. That puts no limits on it, no confines. It just says simply, in everything give thanks. It goes on to say, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The Lord wants you to give Him thanks. And He loves it when His people do give Him thanks. This last week, I was pondering the account of the ten lepers in Luke chapter 17, had that dreaded disease on their body, and they came to Jesus. Good place to go when you have an affliction on your body. Them ten came to Jesus, and Jesus said, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And as they ran to the priest, why they just noticed, why we're healed. 
Those white spots are gone. That thing that cast us out of society uh, just gone. No doubt all ten of them were thankful that they were healed. But one, it says just one, when he saw that he was healed, it says he turned back. Oh, I must go thank Jesus. I must go uh, give thanks to the one uh, that healed me. And he did. You read on in that account, it says, with a loud voice, he glorified God. Why did he do that? He had gratitude in his heart because God is good. And God is very good. One man out of the ten realized that God has been good to me and I'm going to go thank Him with gratitude. His actions came out. And and he just went, and that loud voice, uh, he was just thankful. What has the Lord done for you in your life? We can just go on and on, I'm sure. And there's so much for us to be thankful for. Well, it says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We ought to all have thanksgiving in our heart. 1 Thessalonians 5.16, just two words. This is a memory verser's delight. It says, rejoice every more, evermore. Rejoice evermore. Yes, yeah, so, so simple, but how far reaching is that? Just rejoice evermore for the rest of your life. You know, the Lord saved me 37 years ago. 37 years. And I've been rejoicing for 37 years that the Lord saved my soul. What a blessing. You know, that that's really where it starts, is that salvation. When you want to th- start thanking the Lord, it begins uh, when you get saved. And that's where it did for me. 37 years, I've had to say, thank you, Lord, and appreciate just what He did for me. I just started listing things last week that I'm thankful for. And, and I could keep you here for hours. I won't do that, but but I'm going to share a few. And this Thanksgiving, but I'm I'm thankful for my family. God has given me a wonderful family: grandparents, parents, uh, my wife, my kids, uh, their spouses, my grandkids. I'm thankful for all them. I'm thankful uh, for a roof over my head. I'm thankful for heat in the house. It was cold outside this morning. And I'm glad there was a heater on in the house. I'm uh, thankful for this place. The house of God. This is, I'm convinced and I'm sure, the first place I was ever brought to after I was born. The house of God. And... The people that are here, that have been here, that I've been so privileged to know over the years. I am so thankful for each and every one of them. I I think back at some of my Sunday school teachers. Brother Bob Green, Brother Cliff Balzell, Sister Hazel Gander, just to name a few that have gone on to their reward, were faithful right up to the end. And you know, I'm thankful that they had a part Shaping my life at an early, early age, teaching and instilling in me this precious gospel. That when 
I got older. It became my own. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the people that have stayed here and remained faithful over the years. And I can count on you being here and seeing your faces every time we come. You're a blessing. And I am thankful for you. Thankful for my great-grandmother, Gladys Paycheck, who, before she knew the Lord, she was a young mother, had gangrene in one of her feet, and the doctor said, we're going to have to amputate that. She didn't know the Lord. But she locked herself in the closet of her house and prayed. Didn't know really how to pray, but she prayed the best she could. And she said, Lord, if you'll somehow heal me, I'll serve you. You know what the Lord did in that closet? She said, it was like a light came down and lit that dark place all around her. The Lord came into her heart, touched her foot. Yes. She served the Lord from that day on, instilling the gospel into my grandmother, and then it carried on to my mother, traveled down to me. Amen. I'm thankful for a heritage like that. But when I list all the things that I'm most thankful for, I am thankful for that summer of 1984 when Jesus came into my own heart. Like I said, 37 years ago, the Lord saved me. What a day. Oh, I tell you, Thanksgiving entered my heart that very day like I never knew it could. It says, oh, give thanks, for He is good. He is good. I'm sure... Every one of us here could list many things that you're thankful for yourself this morning. Everyone, you have something. We can rejoice in everything because we know uh, what to be true about God and His plan for us. That's salvation's plan. But we know that He is faithful. We know that He is loving. We know that He is good. We know that God is righteous. We know that He is omnipotent. We know that He is ever-present with us. And we know that He cares for us. The Lord cares for you. Maybe you didn't know that when you came here. You heard it now. The Lord cares for you and loves you. David wrote this in Psalm 16.8. He said, I have set the Lord always before me. Did you get that? David said, I have set the Lord always before me. What a thing to do. What what a way to be. He says, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Verse 9, it goes on, Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. You know, David was on to something there. As long as I always set the Lord before me, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to have uh, whatever comes my way, the Lord will uh, be before me, so He's going to go through it first. It's going to have to go uh, through Him, whatever happens to me. If we could just get that down in our heart, get a hold of that the way David is, and say, Lord, I'm going to always set You before me. 
No matter what, you, uh, you will then have constant joy. This is, you know, what does the world want? They want happiness. They want peace. They want love. They want all kinds of things. You know, you set the Lord before you. You can have what everybody wants. They just don't know how to find it. We know how to find it. Why? We just set the Lord before us. You keep Him the object of your everything. You will be thankful. You will have no reason to be anything but thankful. We have your ticket right here. Why, just uh, thanksgiving and real joy can be yours, and it's because you set the Lord before you always. That's all we need to do. Psalm uh, 50.14 says, Offer unto God thanksgiving. Just offer it unto Him and there's uh, more than one reason uh, we don't just thank Him ah, because He gave us a nice house, because He gave us a nice car. No, we offer thanksgiving to Him because He is God. He is God, and that is enough. Our Scripture reading in Psalm 100, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. No matter what is happening in your life right now, and maybe things seem like they're out of control, the Lord, He is God. It's that simple. He is God, and He is still in control because He is God. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our thanksgiving. Psalm 95.2 puts it this way, Come before His presence with thanksgiving. Does that say when it's all going well, when everything's doing good, the kids are doing good, everything, we've got good health. If you waited for that, you might wait for a long time. No, we always come before Him with thanksgiving. Always come before Him with praise. Oh, why? Because the Lord, He is God. Worthy of our praise. Our scripture reading again, Psalm 103, 100 verse 3. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people. If just being God isn't enough to give Him thanksgiving, and it really is, but try this, He made you. He created you. He designed you. He holds your every breath, every step we take, every move that we make in this life, God is holding us and we are His. We are His people. You know, when we, years ago, lived in Denver, Colorado, we were there from the time I was 10 to 12 years old, two years, and there was an old gentleman that lived in the basement of of the church while they were building it. He kind of just watched over things. His name was Brother Earl. And he owned a beautiful dog, a German Shepherd. And, and I tell you, the dog just looked so inviting. I was, I think I was about 10 years old then. Uh, but I always wanted to go up and pet it. But, uh, the problem was that if anyone came near that dog's chained off area, he would come running to the end of it barking and it looked like he meant it and I believed he did. But around Brother Earl, you would see a different dog. He just looked friendly and happy, and, and he could pet it. 
and you wouldn't even know it was the same dog. But what was the difference between myself and Brother Earl? I thought I was pretty nice. But the dog was his. And the dog knew who he belonged to. He knew that Earl was the master. And I guess he looked at me probably like I was an intruder. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be friends with the dog. He didn't particularly want to be friends with me. But he did want to be friends with Brother Earl because he loved his owner. And he knew very much who his owner was, and Brother Earl could do no wrong. I even thought Brother Earl probably could have skipped a meal or two, and the dog would have still thought no less of him. Not that he did, but uh, the dog knew who he belonged to. Do you know you belong to the Lord? If if we know that, why we'll want to please Him, we'll want to thank Him, we'll, we'll want to just be appreciative of everything that He has given us. It says, you are God's. He, we know that He feeds us. We are the sheep of His pasture. And just by virtue of that we are His, He is worthy of your praise and your thanksgiving. Offer up to God that praise due His name. Our scripture reading again, verses 4 and 5, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And unto his courts, or into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord. And here it is again, is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations for the Lord is good. The Lord is good to you. Can you think back over your own life and think of the things where the Lord has been good to you? David himself had been through several valleys in his life, some real low places. If you read and study on him, he'd been in some real low valleys. But yet he could say from the depths of his heart, the Lord is good. My God is good. I will keep him ever before me. And he is. He is worthy of your thanksgiving says there, His mercy endureth forever. Aren't you glad that His mercy will never run out? Oh, I, I, I'm so thankful for that. It says, And His truth endureth to all generations. Uh, that means that it could have started with my great-grandmother, went to my grandmother, to my parents, to me, and now it can go to my kids and my grandkids. And should the Lord tarry however long it needs to go, His mercy endureth to all generations. Amen. I'm thankful and I praise God for that. I thank Him because He is good. I thank Him because He created me. I thank Him because I am His. Are you His this morning? Can you say the Lord is mine and I am His? Thank Him that you can be. If you don't know Him this morning, you can know Him this very morning before you leave. This week we go... through and, and we, we're anticipating Thanksgiving Day. And yes, we should be thinking of all those things that we're thankful for. But let God be the source of your Thanksgiving. Oh, just let it be that ever attitude, that gratitude that's in your heart that says, He is mine, I am God, and I am thankful to Him for He is good. 
If you haven't been saved, you can be saved this morning and find out just what it's like to be truly thankful. It says in Proverbs 1.7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You just come to the Lord, say, Lord, I, I want to serve you. Lord, I- I've wrecked this life that you've given me. Lord, what can you do with it? I'll tell you what he can do with it. He can forgive your past, take your sin, wash you whiter than snow, make you a new person. Oh, why doesn't that sound good? That all, all the, the mess we make of things, the Lord can just straighten it up and fix up the past. When we go on from that day, how can you help but thank Him? How can you help but just be have that attitude of joy and thanksgiving in your heart that the Lord is mine and He is good to me and He is faithful and He's going to one day, if I remain faithful, take me to heaven to live with Him forever. What a hope. Well, what a... A blessed hope we have in our hearts to know that we have Jesus. That we have Him and one day we can live with Him eternally in that place He's gone to prepare for us. Do you need to be sanctified? If you're saved, you do need to be sanctified. But uh, the Lord will sanctify you. Why? Because He is good. Because He wants to do good for you. You'll be thankful you prayed that prayer and tarried until the Lord sanctified you. If you pray and stay and tarry, the Lord will do it. He wants to fill you. He still fills with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He wants to fill you. He's looking for those that will say, Lord, will you come fill me? Those that will seek Him. Those that will tarry. The Lord's looking for those souls. And He wants to be good because He is good. And He will fill you. He still heals. Does your body need touching? The Lord has something good for you. You can walk out of here this morning and say, Oh, the Lord was good to me. Yes, be thankful to Him. Let's come now to the place of prayer. Oh, but let's come with that heart of thanksgiving. The Lord will honor that. The Lord will bless you. He will hear your cry. He will answer your prayer. Will you come? Just come with that thanksgiving in your heart. May God bless you and have a happy thanksgiving.